0: Long. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Roker Report Player Ratings podcast in association with Sunland Community Soup Kitchen. I did remember to do that this week. You join us on the back of Sunland's fantastic 3 0 away victory at MK Don's in the Papa John's Trophy. It sends us through to the semi finals of a tournament a lot of people don't really care about. Me personally, I, I enjoy it. It was great to watch us play well tonight. Bit of a, a different team. Put out by Lee Johnson, and uh, it was good to see us take Susie as well. So, I'm joined tonight by a couple of other player ratings podcast hosts. Um, I'm I'm the lucky one doing this tonight. Anne Watson. How are you doing, Ant?
1: Yeah, not bad, mate. Thanks. Like you say, really happy getting into the semi final of a cup. You know, we'll tackle it, won't we? It's really, really good. Really promising. Yeah,
2: yeah. And uh, bomber, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm all right, Gav, yeah. Not too bad. Like, same We're as, all good, aren't we? We're all yeah. good.
0: Sunderland winning, it's always good when and win. And of course, like I said just at the top there, it was a pretty comprehensive victory by the lads tonight. There was there was nothing really much to complain about. We we won 3-0 away from home and put ourselves through at the semi final. So there's not much to complain about. Um, I'll quickly run through what happened in the game. Obviously, we started pretty quickly. We The pressing, especially early in the game, was fantastic. It was good just to see us you know, getting at a team and, and I think a lot of the time you could put it down to maybe white and lead have been a little bit slower, but today we picked a pretty quick team and we got at them and we uh, we got our rewards when we broke forward quickly. Jack Diamond came down the right hand side of the pitch tries to cut it back to Aidan O'Brien but um, it deflected off Dean Lewington and into the net to make it 1-0 and then on from there we kind of saw we were just controlled what went on in the game it wasn't really you know I wouldn't say MK Dons played particularly well I think maybe R- Remy Matthews maybe had one save to make in the whole game our second goal came from Aidan McGeady who was a substitute tonight shot from outside the area which the keeper had made a right mess of it mm-hmm. to be fair like he sort of bundled in at the back of the net but if you don't shoot you don't score and that's one thing that we've sort of got back into our game since McGeady came back he does like to take a shot on from distance and then uh, just to round things off um, around about the 81st minute cross comes in from Grant Ledbetter Charlie White that man again I think that's his 16th of the season um, a header which he put away brilliantly. Another another good goal from him, which I believe put some level with, with Josh Madger. Josh Madger had 16 when he left Sunderland. <laughs> so, uh, we, you know, maybe it's time we started giving him a bit of credit. Good job we'll, the we'll chance the window's closed, eh? Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> hey, yeah. I bet it was a cure teams waiting to get him. So, and I've, I've ran over things very quickly there, but how, how do you feel? And are you, are you happy with that?
1: Yeah, I am, actually. Yeah, I'm I'm really, really happy, to be honest. You know, like I like said at the top of the show, it's nice to get... It's nice to have, you know, a break from the league where, you know, we're not doing as well as what we would have hoped. And it's also, it's nice to see the likes of uh, Jordan Jones get his debut today. I thought he did really well uh, for what we've saw. You know, look, we're in the final four of a cup where we have a realistic chance of winning. You know, who cares if it's a Mickey Mouse Cup or whatever. You know, we've got a chance of lifting some silverware this season. You know, I mean, it's going to be typical Sunday that yeah, you know, we'll end up winning the cup and not being able to go, but <laughs> yeah it is what it is, but no i I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed spending ten pounds on the game, and I haven't said that much this season, so you know, really chuffed bomber.
2: Yeah, uh just echo what Ant said really. You know, you can't be disappointed with a with a 3-0 uh, victory particularly given the the conditions and the the circumstances around it, you know. It wasn't the the greatest pitch to play football on mm. in the greatest conditions, but we still did that and, and did that pretty well. I thought we were a little bit patchy in places, but I I would put that down to the conditions. Um uh, but same same as Ant, you know, is excited to see Jones get a run out. Um, and exciting to see actually what he can bring to the team for the rest of the season because if if that first particularly that first forty five minutes of his if he can replicate that over over the season he's going to create an awful lot for us um, you can you can see hmm. that and I, it was just refreshing to see like you said that that pace and that energy in the final third um, or certainly in the in the M K Don's half you know when you've got Jones Diamond Gooch. Luca nine obviously further at, at the pitch and, and and coming back on. You've got energy and pace up there that you can afford to just go and press. And the amount of times I've never, I don't think I've seen a game this certainly this season where an opposition team's given the ball back to us so frequently. And a lot of that was because we were just in their faces um, and, yeah. and they couldn't deal with it. And they just kept giving us the ball back in midfield. So yeah, I mean, it's it's as as good a performance um, all in all as I've seen in in the past few months. So. Yeah, I'm happy. Okay, we'll quickly run over the three-word review, which I've asked for on Twitter.
0: Yet again, tons of responses, so I'm sorry I can't get through all of them, but we'll do our best to do as many as possible. We'll start with Cameron Johnson, friend of the pod. Neil deserves praise. I totally agree, Cameron. Brilliant performance from him tonight. Carl Bridgewood says, dare to dream. Uh, Ander Grimm, <laughs> player Dan Neil. James says, how are the pizza? Glenn Foster, same Saturday, please. JC 95, bring on Saturday. Uh, big theme of that. Lots of people saying the same again Saturday. Gavin Maughan grew in confidence. Neil should start says Gary Summerson uh, Empty Wembley bound says John Ridley <laughs> Jack Kennedy super damn Neil Spencer Davison says I love pace we all do yeah. Richard says starting to click which I think is important yeah that was a, it was good to see us click tonight Ross Robson says same again Saturday another one loads of same again Saturdays usually not, half of these are people just saying the same thing um, Steve job well done Cam Hawkins well balanced side Brownie says pace 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 uh, Pierre Smith says case sarah sarah Different class says Brody, uh, much better Sonnen says I saw Lashawn, Sean, uh, and we'll end on Snap Smile, who says confidence the difference. I think that's, that's apt Yeah, We were just so much more confident than them On the ball today, you said yourself there bomber. The pressing from the front, I think was The big difference, I mean even when we Changed around personnel, like four Subs at once, and we changed our system As well, which which is, I don't think We've seen Johnson go to three at the back before uh, We still pressed high Up the pitch, we still, when we got the ball Looked effective with it, Jack Diamond I think somebody just touched on it there before, Jack Diamond Went in. every time he got the ball tonight Usually just inside their half, he would carry 20-25 yards And it, having a player Who does that Is just such a benefit Because you, you want to be able To get forward quickly And When you're ponderous On the ball Like the Tuesday night game Last week Which was on Sky At Ipswich I, f- I felt like at times Were too slow In our build up It was like a different team Tonight And that was totally Down to the personnel That w- that were in the starting 11 for me And it was a shame Actually Luke O9 Had to end up going left back Because when he was In the centre of the park He was outstanding Then yeah. he went left centre he went, he went to left back and was outstanding, and then he went left centre half when we went to a back three, and he was outstanding. I mean, what what a performance from Luke O'Neill, aren't there?
1: Yeah, he was brilliant, and you know it's it's good to see him just back on the football pitch as well, isn't after yeah. you know a dislocated shoulder is a really really nasty injury for a professional footballer to have, you know, because it affects everything, you know. I mean, obviously, he kind of takes wins at the minute with with uh, with what was going on, but I liked him in the middle of midfield. I must admit, I know he didn't last that long, but you could just tell how. How different we were, because obviously with Grant and um, to an extent Josh Stone playing, we slowed down too much. Whereas look, 9 straight away, was you know trying to get the ball further forward and like I say, it's just so nice to see him, you know, enjoying himself again. You know, he went he went to left back. He looked natural at left yeah. back. He, he went to left centre half. He looked natural there. He's just an all-round naturally good footballer, isn't he? I mean, I know his mm-hmm. contract's up up for renewal at the end of the season. We should be doing everything in our just everything to kind of make him sign a new deal because he's just such a different like player to have on the on the pitch than anyone mm. else really because he can play in that many different positions and he can play well
2: in them all so it's just yeah. really really nice to see.
0: yeah what about what do you what do you what would you do with him on Saturday bomber oh nine
2: Oh, I know. It's a tricky one. I think it it really depends on the the extent of Mafazi's injury, doesn't it? Although, well, Vorgan, Vorgan, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course, they're only not in because they're cup tied. I'd I keep him in the midfield. I think the the one word that I can use to surmise. Uh, Luke and I in the centre midfield today was refreshing you know the the energy his energy just getting about the midfield whether it's on the ball or off the ball is something that we've been crying out for all season Mm. whether it's me or yourself or anyone who's come on these podcasts after a game Mm. we've said the same thing that we miss energy in midfield we miss a bit of spark in midfield and instantly and considering he's been out for a good fair few weeks this is his first start for however long it looked like he'd never been away and it was a breath of fresh air and I think he that him buzzing around in that midfield was a catalyst for everything else that happened that was that was good tonight. Um and yeah. l- like you said, when he moved back to, to left back, it was like he'd been playing there um, you know, all his career. Um yeah. he's and he's obviously not bothered by his shoulder, he's thrown himself into slide tackles, making blocks. Um it's, that, it's that's it, the
0: point that's sorry to butt in, but that's a point I wanted to make about him. It's not just the fact he was winning tackles, he, they were just so committed, it was like big heavy tackles.
2: Yeah getting yeah. all
0: of the ball, you know, like proper physical central midfield play, which I don't think any of our other players ever do.
2: He's, no. he,
0: there was, There was, I think it was about, I noted it down in the 21st minute, he just thundered through the ball, took the man as well. It went yeah. out for a throwing, I think. But um, he'd he done that on numerous occasions, just big, heavy tackles. And like you say, for somebody who's probably been advised to try and protect himself a little bit, you know, if he sure shoulder's probably not 100%, um it didn't seem to faze him because he didn't he he couldn't have looked more committed. He looked like somebody who's been waiting to do this for such a long time. He wasn't yeah. gonna let the opportunity pass him by. Um and he'd yeah. definitely come into Johnson's thinking for the weekend he has to just because he was just so good. Also in the midfield tonight, I I actually thought Scowan had a canny game, and obviously we'll get on individual performances in a bit. Scowan had a canny game, and Dan Neal as well. Dan Neal Mm. definitely deserves a mention. He came on when McFadzian uh, got injured early in the first half. And I'll be honest, he doesn't look out of place at all. He looks like a first-team footballer. And the way way he passes the ball around, uh, everything goes forward. He always shows for the ball, and for such a young player, that's unbelievable, mm. really. You know, well, every everybody everybody seems to be raving about him um, about his performance tonight. How did, how Jimmy. did you feel about that? <laughs> yeah, except Jimmy, <laughs> we'll we'll not talk about that. Um, but yeah, bomber, what did you think of Daniel tonight? I mean,
2: I thought he was he was absolutely brilliant. Um, for for such a young lad as well, that's that's easy to forget. Because the the thing is with Daniel is on on the ball and off the ball, he just make, seems to make things look so easy. He looks so composed. He's never flustered. You know, he seems to read the game really well. He's always looking to to pop off kind of simple passes just to recycle possession and and keep hold of it. It's easy to forget that actually, just how young he is. And I think because he makes things look so easy, it's also quite easy to overlook those those kind of performances. So I'm glad that he's mm. getting the recognition that he he deserves from the from the vast majority of people tonight. That that sent those centre midfield positions are going to be an absolute nightmare for Philly Johnson now. And if you consider, uh, 09, Dan Neal, um, Winchester's not even, um, you know, made the bench tonight, he's got a going to be in a, in a reckoning, he was cock tied, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. He um, yeah, so he's yeah. he's going to be coming into reckoning for uh, for Saturday. The competition for places in that position, um, or in those two positions is absolutely fierce. And you know, Dan Neal. I would say, is in terms of performances, it's probably top of the list at, at the minute. Yeah, yeah. So a good
0: all-round performance, and are we, are we confident for the weekend, and I, I mean, we'll, we'll play these again. I mean, this this is going to be a rocket up there, Ross, you would think, because yeah. when, when we played them the other week, they did, they were good, I thought. I thought yeah. they were all right, MK Donned. Uh Tonight, they just didn't look interested, where I thought, even with the team selection, sort of suggested we were taking it very seriously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the four subs that came on, in the second half, we're all, you know, people you'll expect to be in the reckoning for a start. Sorry, young, maybe not younger, but the other three expecting to to maybe start the game. It's good to see us taking it seriously, isn't it? And it, it bodes well for the weekend.
1: Yeah, on both points, yeah. It's nice to see us taking this cup game seriously because at the end of the day, there is a trophy to be won at the end of it. And now, you know, we'll keep on going on about You know, we're bigger than League One and all this stuff. But the fact of the matter is, we're in League One, might as well go and win it. It is refreshing to see such a strong side that was out and. You look at who we brought on, you know, Aidan McGeady and Grant Leppett there coming on. It's it's class, Charlie Wyke, our top scorer coming on. It's really nice to see. Uh, as for Saturday, barring if the pitch stays um, mm. as, as it is, because if, if if that gets any more bad weather on, I think we'll be struggling to get uh, to get ninety minutes on that. But I think MK Dons will probably change change their side up a little bit. But there's nothing much that scares me about them, you know. I mm-hmm. mean, Cameron Jerome coming on for them. If we can mark him out the game, because he'll probably start and start, If we can mark him out the game, we shouldn't be be scared too much of them, you know. We should go mm. there. You know, a bit more like what we did tonight. You know, should go there, try and get an early goal, and try and get them on the count, and we we should be all right there. We should be beating sides out the game Gear done, yeah. especially when we're away from home because we're doing so well away from home. So I'm, I am quite confident yeah, in
2: the, the game on Saturday. I think if we line up with a with the same intent, not not necessarily the same mm-hmm. personnel, but with the same intent of of making sure we got pace in the right places, making sure we got energy in in the right places, and getting in their face in their backline's faces early doors. They they won't be able to live with us. That you know they can make as many changes as they want. The fact of the matter is that they're on paper at least they aren't as good as our footballers. Um, so it, it depends on our attitude. I think as to as to what happens Saturday. Because I don't th- even though MK Dons they did kind of look a bit not asked particularly in, after that second goal went in. Um, you know some of that was our doing. You know mm-hmm. um, so yeah I, I I wouldn't be fearful going into the into mm. Saturday's game as long as we adopt the same attitude.
0: Yeah, you you mentioned the pitch there, Ranch, and our our pitch. I mean, we've proven tonight we can play on a crap pitch because that was horrendous. I mean, even before a ball was kicked, it looked like a farmer's field and um, we still passed it around fairly well, you know, we worked hard. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping we haven't picked up any injuries, you know, players playing on with muscle strains or whatever because mm. those sort of things do come around when you play on bad surfaces. But yeah, I think the fact that we played so convincingly on a bad surface bodes well. Certainly for for when we get back to the stadium alight because um the the yeah their their pitch was terrible it's going to be interesting to see what it's like what it's like on Saturday though because it's um yeah. I don't know what the weather's like down there you couldn't really tell on the stream
1: um it but it was it's absolutely, absolutely hossing it down in the second half Gav. yeah you could well, hear it, it has been year old not couldn't it so yeah, if it yeah. Gets, you know if it gets a couple of days of that on I mean there was hardly any grass coming in the middle of the pitch was there so yeah. Yeah, that'll it just, just turn like to sand. It, yeah,
0: just, it looked yeah. like pure sand. Uh, it was weird, but at least we've shown we can play on it, you know, and that, that mm-hmm. that's one benefit to take from it. Um, all right, let's get on to player ratings, then we've, we've yabbered on enough. Um, <laughs> starting off with uh, Remy Matthews, I'll give him to you, And Go on, Remy Matthews, all right, yeah. how do you think you did?
1: I thought this was probably Matthew's best game for Sunderland, which probably isn't saying much. Is, is that because he only had one? Is that only? Cause, is because he only had one save to make? Well, <laughs> he, you know what? Yeah, I, but it was a very, very good save in the second was. half. You know, he got yeah, down it was. really. It was. it was a good, strong hand. You know, I mean, Remy Matthews has made mistake after mistake since he's come in for Burge, and I actually thought he looked quite comfortable. I thought his kicking wasn't bad. You know, and like I say, and that save was at one 0 Very good save, and we went on to win the yeah. game three 0 so, yeah, I've given him a seven.
0: Yeah, it was a cracking save, and it was a good move from MK Dons, wasn't it? Like, yeah. The burst forward quickly. It's something to maybe be wary of at the weekend because when Cameron Jerome came on, uh, he he was the one who held it up and teed it up the Fraser, and it was a fantastic save. But, like uh, you say, I've been a critic of Remy Matthews, and uh, he, he deserves a bit of praise tonight. I gave him a seven. Uh, yeah, and so. then I'll take I'll t- McFadzian, bomber. Um, came off after 26 minutes, but that was... A bad twenty-six minutes, I think. Just another. <laughs> I just he's just not very good. He's he's been very lucky to play as much as he has. He's benefited from from Hume being injured, and tonight he's benefited from Vulcan's not being able to play. Luke nine went over there and showed him how to do it. For me, mm, like yeah. that's a proper defensive play. He got forward properly. So McFadzie and I gave him a five, and I think I might even be being generous. He just there was one. I, I noted this down in the tenth minute. He was standing on there. Inside our half, on the left-hand side of the pitch, just got caught messing around, gave away possession needlessly, and they burst forward. Um And I just, he does that so often. Uh, I, I think that might be the last time we're seeing this season, if I'm honest, barring any sort of disasters elsewhere, mm. because Valkens is going to come into the team now with him injured. Hume is probably a while away yet, but I'd, I'd be surprised if he gets back in after that tonight. Um I don't know if anybody disagrees with him. Maybe I've been harsh on him, but... uh like I wasn't that. impressed once again with McFadden.
2: No, I wouldn't give him anything less than a five necessarily because you know he's had twenty-eight minutes or however long it was, and there's there's not as much that you can do wrong in in less than half an hour. But you know yeah. he still can't cross a ball, and I, I think just just the final one on, on McFadden it's it's strange, isn't it? Because in his on his debut when he was playing that little bit further up the pitch, we were all saying how classy looked and how brilliantly looked going mm-hmm. forward, and mm-hmm. it was it's literally that one game, and he just hasn't replicated it at all, so it's, it's disappointing. But no. I, I agree with you; I don't think we'll see him again this season unless mm. barring disaster
0: uh okay Flanagan then bummer what do you reckon with him
2: uh very hit and miss I think I think there was mm. certain th- Hyde Jackal yeah Hyde. definitely yeah. I think things that he did he did certain things well so I think in the air he was pretty dominant the, cause some of the no-nonsense stuff he did very well um which is kind of typical Flanagan really although he was a bit bull in a China shop at times and and left Willis a little bit exposed um one-on-one through the middle and, you know, a, bet- a better team who who was able to bypass him might have exposed that a little bit. But, you know, it didn't cost us. It was only an isolated couple of instances. And, you know, it's a clean sheet, so it- I'd be loathe to give him anything less than a six.
0: Yeah, I gave him a six based on his full-time, yeah. you know, full-game performance. First mm-hmm. half, I thought he was... There was two moments in the first half, um... Eighteenth minute, I've got this noted down. When the ball sort of fell to his feet, and his touch was poor, and it actually bounced straight to their forward, (laughs) and the lad shot. The the lad shot was poor, and it went straight to Matthews. Um, And then just before half time, it was like. You just said it yourself, ball in the China shop. He came flying out for no reason whatsoever. Out of the the back, the back line had held the line. He comes flying into midfield, totally misses the ball and the man. It's played around him. It goes out wide on the right, and luckily Luke O9 read the play well and got rid mm. of it. Um, but had you know, there's two instances there where we He could have actually cost us goals. Um, but second half, I actually don't think he put a foot wrong, and he looked better in a back three. So. Yeah, I think you're probably right with the six there. Um, Jordan Willis, the Nant, he's yours.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've um, I've give Jordan Willis a six. Uh, I didn't think he had that much to do. Didn't notice him make that many mistakes. So you know, just nice and steady. It's it, it's again nice to see Willis, you know, playing regularly again. Like as we've mm-hmm. with Owen Nance, I think Willis is you know probably our most strongest defender. Almost strongest, our strongest <laughs> defender. Strongest <laughs> defender. He's right, yeah. our strongest defender. Um, you know, I thought you dealt with the aerial uh, threat quite well. And, and and you know, fair credit to Lee Johns for giving him a rest as well, because we could afford to give him a rest, so he'd be ready for Saturday. Um I would I would imagine Billy Wright will come back in to partner him because I'm with Hughes with Flanagan, he just frightens the life out of me like yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, strong, steady six for Jordan Willis, and it's nice to see him playing regularly again.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I've um, I've also I've noted down a couple of things in the second half, which I and which I enjoyed, and it actually relates back to Saturday as well because he'd done this a bit on Saturday. But when he was getting the ball, carrying it forward, he was a real asset, like breaking out of yeah. defence. I think the fact he's so quick and he's so confident on the ball is is a useful tool. That's probably one of the reasons why he starts each week. Um, yeah. There was one in particular where he pressed really high, just read the play well, won the ball, flew in. Won the ball and played it forward quickly, and it, it's that was just the story of our game. And it was from back to front, everybody tried to get the ball forward quickly. Um, so yeah, Will, Willis Willis did well.
2: I was going to say, did anyone notice though? Quite a, a little bit worryingly, he was kind of limping around for ten minutes halfway through that second half. Um, I think before, that's why he just, got off often Yeah, he? I just think before he came off, he was he was limping around a little yeah. bit and holding his knee, um, which was a little bit worrying. Um, mm, but,
0: I, I don't, I can't say I noticed it, but that's not to say it didn't happen. Like, yeah. but. Uh, mm. It was a heavy pitch as well, wasn't it? So mm. maybe maybe they just looked at everything and thought, yeah, let's get him off. Mm. Uh, Max Power, I think that's me, isn't it? I gave him a six. I actually think there was a couple of occasions where he looked exposed at right back. The but then I sort of I tallied it up with the fact that he was probably playing against their strongest player tonight, the, the left winger. I thought he had a canny game. Um, but uh, in the second half, he there was a... There was a little moment about half an hour from the end of the game where he just sort of—it was as though he'd, had, he'd he'd realized that the winger had got the better of him a few times, and he sort of he'd worked the situation out. It was good to see him improve basically through the game. He he started a little bit slowly and exposed, and as the game went on, he looked better and better. Um, and he was another of the players who sort of benefited from us going to a three, uh, with him playing right wing back. I think mm-hmm. so. I gave him a six. I don't think he'd done anything particularly wrong. And like I say, I think I think considering we kept a clean sheet. And he probably had the hardest job tonight, which was marking their best player. Uh, I don't think he did too badly. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, the one slight criticism I have got with power at the minute, and this it will learn from us because he's in a new position. He gets dragged in a little bit too much, whereas you know he needs to kind of like get wide. Yeah, yeah. But McFadden's exactly the same on the left. I've noticed as well. So I don't know if if this is just. What they're getting told to do or something, but he needs a couple of times there left winger, yeah, who was their best player, like he, yeah. he was getting like kind of free, he had acres of room and powers having to like rush across. So mm-hmm. if he can if he can get that out of the game, he that out of his game, but isn't new position and he is looking solid there. So are we gonna uh, mention yeah. his foul <laughs>
2: throw? <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Luke 9 then, Bomber? Uh I've got,
2: give giving Luke O9 an eight, uh, a strong eight. Um yeah. I, you know I've I've waxed lyrical about Pushing him. a nine, pushing yeah. a nine I've worked max yeah. lyrical about him already, so there's not much to say that I haven't already said. Like I said, refreshing that the energy is in there. Um, if we had a team or a squad of players that had the same commitment and energy as Luca 9, we'd be top of the league and 10 points clear.
1: Totally. Josh Cowanand? Uh Yes, yeah, solid six. I seem to always give Cowan a six, but I, don't know, I can't give him any higher or lower because I thought he had a... He had a very good first half. I thought, I thought he um, dictated the play quite well, and he does well at winning these little free kicks, doesn't he? At them in the middle because he intercepts the ball quite quick. Cause he's a little nippy kind of player, and he uh, he brought the play up quite nice for us. Second half, I thought he just you know I thought he went a little bit quiet. Probably needed to come off, and, and he did. But yeah, steady six.
0: Yeah, couldn't argue with that. I've got, well I say that I've given him a seven in both halves. I, I just I thought he did okay. Um, like you say, I. As I mentioned with '09, 9 just the, the whole winning the ball back thing mm-hmm. um, was important to how we played today. And I think, I think it sort of suited Skowin because his job pretty much was just get the ball and give it to somebody else. And I think he's better in that situation. And I've, I actually think some of his best games have been in the AFL Trophy this season just because if Ledbetter starts next to him, he tends to play as the midfielder who has to get forward. I actually think mm-hmm. he suits the holding role a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with he, that. Yeah, and he only sort of plays there in the trophy games. So mm. yeah, I thought he did okay tonight. Uh, Jordan Jones, I think that's me. Uh, I've given him a seven. Um, for somebody who's not played a lot of football this season, um, he didn't really look like he he missed a beat. I know he, I wasn't expecting him to play a full game. So when he came off on the hour, uh, I would I sort of expected that. But I think he's he just looked quick and sharp, didn't he? And he's um couple of things I did notice, though, he was he was sort of like when he was getting on the ball. you could. And I like this, actually, because it shows confidence and it shows he's already putting his foot down a bit. When there was nobody around him, he was complaining and sticking his hand out and sort of saying, give us some support, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Which for a new player is pretty ballsy, isn't it? So mm. I would like to see him start again on the weekend, but I don't think he will. I've just got a feeling he might just come off the bench. They're probably going to have to ease him in, particularly on a pitch like that. If he hasn't played a lot of football, it's heavy on the legs, isn't it? So he'll probably... He'll be knackered tomorrow, you would imagine, having played for the first time in a long time. So, yeah. uh, But I've, yeah, I've given Jones a seven. I think uh, Jimmy gave him man, the matching hour ratings on the site. I just thought he had a pretty good game, and it was good good to see him, you know, have a good performance in his in his debut. Uh what about you lads? Anybody go to add?
2: Yeah, the 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 one thing that I would say about Jones is that he offers something completely different, and and it it like I said, it, the longer he's in the team and he carries on doing that, it uh, it, will, it will only stand to benefit us. You know, he he mm. tries to beat a man just by pace, almost like I'm not suggesting he is like this player, but almost Gareth Bale like in that he will just kind of go direct run run past somebody and back that he's going to outpace them and and outmuscle them whereas the yeah. likes of gooch and um McGeady in particular they can't beat a player with pace they try and put them on their back, like rock them on their heels with a bit of skill or a bit of trickery whereas yeah. jones is just raw pace he's like I'm going to knock that past you and I'm going to run with the ball and I'm going to back myself to to kind of hold you off or, or be faster than you and we don't have anyone yeah. in the team. Probably Diamond, but I'd say that um, Jones is probably faster than Diamond and, and, and more direct yeah. and certainly more strong. Um, it reminds so,
1: yeah. me a lot of Stuart Downing when Downing first signed mm. when he came to us on loan. He reminds us a lot of Downing, your raw, genuine pace, which yeah. uh, it's going to frighten teams in League One. It's going to absolutely, you know, scare, especially, like you say there, I expect him to come on on Saturday, uh, probably for McGeady or whoever. And can you imagine tired legs on a pitch like that? He'll be, yeah. he'll be an absolute masterclass, won't yeah. he? Yeah. He'll be brilliant. Yeah.
0: Speaking of pace, then Jack Diamond, I think that's yeah, you. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. So I gave Diamond a seven. Um, I didn't. Uh, he, he was very lively. I thought first half he didn't get the ball enough. Um, I thought we could have done better to to give him the ball more often because he was getting joy down down that right hand side. Um, he's obviously a bit fortunate for the goal, but he's it's his own kind of determination and uh, and pace that has got him in the position to to try and cut that ball across, and it's ended up going in. So it's a fair play to him. Um, again, he's a he's a kind of a player that that comes in bits and starts um, in terms of it, his involvement in the game and his level of involvement. Sometimes he'll go quiet for ten minutes and all of a sudden he'll pick the ball up twice in in five minutes and and do something really good with it. Yeah. The one thing I would say about Diamond, and it's not a criticism of him because he can't do anything about it right now, is he's he's still quite lightweight. He, he's getting shoved off mm-hmm. the ball quite um quite often. Um, sometimes we're winning free kicks for it, um, and so, sometimes not. But like I said, I can't criticise him for that because it, you know, that's just physics at the minute. But yeah, yeah. in terms of in terms of confidence and um, and performance, very very good. He's a it's a very strong yeah. seven. He
0: he actually got more and more involved as Mk Don's dropped off. He just yeah. sort of picking the ball up on the halfway line, like I said earlier, and driving at them. He'd done it quite often, and he, he, it's worth noting that he was involved in the first two goals. You know, the first one obviously. He's trying to cross the ball, but still he gets... It's The way I look at these things is when people say, oh, well, we've got a bit lucky there, we've got an own goal. Well, Diamond had to make that run to be mm-hmm. in a position yeah. for that goal to happen. And that's what I like. When somebody drives forward, he's always offering an option on that right-hand side. And he always seems to be in good space. Like He never seems to be close to his man. Like, Gooch, I think, sometimes gets caught too close to his man, where Diamond always seems to have a load of space around him, and that, that makes him a good option for the pass because he can cut in off his other foot sometimes and cross it, or he can, you know, sort of pull it back. Either way, you know, but he's he's had a, he had a good game tonight.
1: Yeah, he holds um, the touchline really well for a winger, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, You he know, does. he's right close to that line. It's it's really good to see that.
0: Yeah, and he could have maybe got a goal with a minute ago. He put his laces through a good shot, which mm. keep it had to save. I just think he was involved in pretty much everything we did well going forward. Um and it doesn't always come off with Diamond and I think that's just going to be a trait of his play like he he's that type of winger he's, you know but he's playing in League One and he will get better this is a, this is a thing you've got to remember with some of these players especially Diamond and Dan Neal this is them just starting to make their way into the team so we're going to see small and imp- gradual improvements every mm-hmm. time the player mm-hmm. um so yeah I was pretty impressed with him uh, Gooch I think is me and I'll Gooch I think he was busy. I've given it so I've wrote down a seven mainly because he was a bit like Diamond. He was involved in a lot, but he didn't. I thought his end product wasn't fantastic, but I think the off the ball stuff was probably where he came into the game the the most. Yeah, the pressing Mm -hmm. and that's that's the best, and that's probably why he's going to start a lot of games now he's fit um particularly in the front two i think he will just because when the goalkeeper gets the ball he's in the face you know and that's mm-hmm. that's going to be important to how uh, johnson wants us to play so yeah i give him a 7 um maybe a little bit kind but i just think yeah his pressing was great yeah the
2: Anybody's... problem with gooch the only problem i got with gooch is is, is his decision making so even for so for diamond's goal that gooch's decision to pass the ball to the right to diamond was actually the wrong one because Aidan o'brien was in about 10 yards of space to his left and he held onto yeah. the ball for far too mm. long, and O'Brien actually then ran offside. Um, so that, that's the only the biggest criticism I've got of, of Gooch, is that his, his decision making is is sometimes quite poor. Uh, but otherwise, like you said, the stuff off the ball he did was fantastic.
1: O'Brien and um, I'm going to sound really harshy, but I've only given him a five. <gasps> um, I didn't yeah, I didn't think he, I didn't think he had his best. To be honest, he hasn't had many good games for us, but. We were on about him last week against Tipswich, and I thought he had a really good game against Tipswich, and he did really well, um, you know, harassing the defenders and stuff like that. I didn't see that tonight from him, and I just thought he was. He drifted in and out of the game too much for my leg, and I thought Gooch, in his position, because Gooch was kind of playing the O'Brien position when O'Brien plays with White, and I thought Gooch was kind of better in that position than what O'Brien normally is. So. I think he's going to be looking over his shoulder and maybe not getting much of a game as now like Gucci's fit. I think he's the one who's going to drop out. But tonight, I just didn't see enough of him to kind of give him any more than a five. I just thought he was drift, like he drifted too much in and out of the game for me.
0: I would probably... I've given him a seven in both halves. I just thought... I thought he, he's, his involvement in the first goal was that he brought the ball down, which set Gucci away for the move. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought his heading and his hold up player was genuinely quite good. But I agree with you. He... He's not enough of a goal threat, actually, is he? No. He's, mm. no, he's played so he sort of played that role. White would normally play tonight for the most of the game, and he hasn't scored, and then he came off on the hour mark. So yeah, you
1: know, and then his that. replacements come on and scored as well. That's it's it. like yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know.
0: Well, that I think the, this is a wider discussion point, but the signing of Ross Stewart sort of tells me that Johnson's not totally convinced with O'Brien mm. because everything I read about Ross Stewart tells us that he's the type of player. Who plays alongside Wike. He works hard. He runs. He's quick. Blah blah blah. So yeah, yeah, you're probably right. We're probably going to see him drop out for probably Gooch. Wike and Gooch up front.
2: Yeah, at, it's at the, the pace end. thing again, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Dan Neal bomber. Uh, yeah, uh, brilliant. So again, similar to to Luca Nine, we've 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 talked about him at length already. I, I've given him a seven slash eight. But I'm going to settle on on a seven. Like I said, just so composed on the ball, makes everything look easy. Kind of. Mature beyond his years and experienced beyond his years on the pitch. Um, I can't remember. I certainly haven't got anything written down, but I can't remember anything in particular that he did that was that was poor or, or a mistake. And you know, as he is a bit more of that kind of sitting, holding defensive midfielder, he's not going yeah. to be involved as much in in terms of pushing the ball into the box, etc. And yeah, I think he he did very well working with with Bitter to protect to protect the ball, um, protect the back four. So yeah, strong, strong seven, possibly an eight.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I've I've got written down that you know surely now he has to come into the thinking for league games. Oh, most because, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I would say there's only lead bit a spot that's really nailed down in that midfield. And tonight we've seen No Nyan and and Dan Neal play there and do very well. Like mm. Dan Neal for me, whenever he when he when he, he doesn't play that often, but when he does come in, he he doesn't put a foot wrong. Yeah. And that that's that's such. A big compliment to pay a young player because one thing you usually expect with youth is a bit of inconsistency. I've never seen any yeah. of it with him, no. particularly from I a just...
2: player who, um, particularly for a player who who plays maybe one in ten games. Yeah. You know you, you mm-hmm. can, he can't get a run of form together or get you know get his eye in, in in terms of match sharpness in the first team. So when he does come in, you know it's for the first time, like I say, in ten games or whatever, and it's like he's been there all season. And that, that, mm. again, it's just a massive compliment to him.
1: I think yeah. it speaks sentiments as well to him that the first sub when McFadden went off injured, and this is in what the twenty fifth, twenty sixth minute, the first sub Lee Johnson looked thought, oh, "I'll give Dan Neil a go." Mm. You know, he could have made, he could have put Ledbetter on us or whatever like that. And he thought, "No, I'll I'll move Lugo nine across." You know, and I'll bring Dan Neil on to give us that little bit. You know, that little bit extra in midfield. And he, was, yeah, he he brilliant. never let him down. He was fantastic.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna rattle through the last four subs and quickly, and you can tell us if I'm talking shite or not. Charlie White seven, I've gave him. I thought just because his goal was a great finish, um, you know, there's there's another goal for Charlie White. You can't you can't really argue with his scoring right. Over this the mm-hmm. season he's come on, come on, and he's um. It it was nice to see us score. I don't think it was directly from a set piece, but a sort of little I played a short corner, carried it out, little cross into the box, good header. So you mm-hmm. can't really complain with that. Uh, younger, I have gave a six-two mainly because I don't think he had a lot to do. But again, uh, probably a bit like Neil, I don't think he looked out of place. So it's a it's a compliment, mm-hmm. really. You know. Yeah. Yeah. uh um, I gave a seven-two. Uh, if he'd been on the pitch longer, maybe I would have given him a higher mark. I just actually I actually think he played really well.
1: Yeah, he did. Some yeah. of his
0: he, he, and it was nice to see him pass the ball forward. He, there was one in particular that went into Guccia's feet on the left wing. He, it was probably like a 50-yard pass, the feet. And then a minute later, he sets the goal up. So, mm-hmm. can't really that. complain Complain with that.
2: I gave him a bit um, of a five slash six. And maybe, wow. I'm, I'm, maybe that's just because I was getting so frustrated with his corners. Because the the four corners that he took were all absolutely terrible and didn't even make it into the box past the first man. I know he put the cross mm. in for for Wyke's goal, but that was on the back of a crap corner which just happened to come back yeah. out to him. Uh, so yeah, maybe yeah. I've I've let that kind of frustrate me and 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 affect my scoring.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm just feeling feeling a bit trigger happy tonight. Um, <laughs> and last but not least, I've got Aid McGeady down as a seven. Similar to White, came on and scored a goal, so you can't really complain about that. No. He's um, it was Danny Collins on the commentary mentioned that he felt. McGee's just not looked like he's been missing for a year. He's come into the team and he's he's been able to contribute. Um which has been really important, particularly in a team that doesn't score generally score a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be getting fitter and sharper every time he plays, so yeah, good to see McGee back. Um and I'll let you pick the man the match first. Who do you think? Uh,
1: yeah. Easy one for me, Lugo and I. Yeah, absolutely I th- fantastic in three yeah, positions.
0: I, I would totally agree.
1: Yeah, I mean and I mean like what you could come back to what you've said, he he looked at Carl McFadden and gave Carl McFadden a lesson in how to play left back. You know, he's yeah. just oh, I just love him. I love him. You know, he's <laughs> absolutely fantastic and um yeah, you know, he was by far head and, he was head and shoulders the best player on the pitch. You know, yeah. and I would say Dan a close second though. I'll
0: tell you what summed up his commitment tonight was um there was a moment when he was he went over to take a throw in and he's obviously been told not to and you just saw him mm-hmm. warming his shoulders up
1: and there must have been <laughs> a shout from the touchline saying no yeah. drop it and uh, someone else went and took the throw in. It was uh, as well after the third goal that we'd scored and this is you know we're 3 nothing 3 nothing up with about 5 minutes left and they were bro- they broke away and he was flying back yeah. to get back and put a tackle on Yeah 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 yeah. I mean like you know you would expect a 3-0 you know you would probably you you probably like you kind of let them to say oh you know get the crossing or whatever no he just straight away flew back went off for a corner he was you know absolutely fantastic and yeah. hmm. you know can't wait to see what he can do in midfield as well going down the line because I think that's going to be a really really interesting
2: um, interesting selection
0: Manchero a ten bomber what do you reckon
2: I think it's got to be high tonight hasn't it I I probably yeah. give him an eight tonight in terms of his team selection yeah. in terms of the way he set them out to play and in terms of the changes and the you know he changed the system when he felt he needed to as well which which also worked. Because uh, we got yeah. a couple, couple more goals from it. Um, I, I can't fault it tonight, really. Yeah. No. Um, he was a little bit hamstrung with some selection decisions because of obviously certain players either not being fit or um, or cup tied. So yeah, I can't really fault him. So maybe he deserves more than an eight. But
0: I gave him a ten. I just, that basically, because of what you've just said. Yeah. I sat and thought about it. And I was like, I can't think of anything the has done wrong tonight. Everything from the, the the team he picked, which was strong, um, he gave players a chance like. But like Ant said, Dan Neil was the first sub he brought on. Every change he made, made sense and mm. paid off.
2: Yeah, I don't know why um, I said it swi- now, really, thinking about it. <laughs>
0: the, the, swi- the switching system, I didn't mm. see coming, but it made sense because of just the players we had available. It was sort of a case of, you know, let's make it a little bit easier on them and, and it worked. So, Yeah. Yeah,
1: brilliant night for Johnson. He was very Johnson. proactive tonight, wasn't he? He was very, very proactive, which kind of begs the question: Why didn't he do that on Saturday? Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Against Gillingham when uh, when they changed their formation, why didn't he do that? But you know, you kind of you're going on tonight's performance, you can't fault him. He put he did everything right, made exactly the right subs at the right time.
0: Yeah, yeah. off for your negativity and shut off for your negativity. Yeah.
1: Ah <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I did, I, I did, I did give him some criticism on Twitter and on obviously the pod that never went out on Saturday. I, I actually rated him really low because I thought he, I thought he cost us two points. Whereas tonight, I thought he's, you know, to make four substitutions midway in the second half and then the team scores another two goals. You know you've got you've got to give them high marks. You know, I had him as yeah. a, I had him an eight as well as bomber. And after what you've just said there, I'm, I've scribbled it out and put a ten in. Yeah, yeah. thank we go <laughs> it's a ten from Len, right? So uh, yeah, happy days all around
0: them. We've we seem to all be on the same page with with what went on tonight. Just a brilliant brilliant mm-hmm. result considering the circumstances, like you said, bomber. Just touch on there, there was a lot of players missing actually. Yeah. So it was good, it was a good result in that sense and it sets us up well for for the weekend. Or as some may say in typical Sun and fashion, we'll replicate none of that. (laughs) We'll (laughs) replicate none of that on Saturday. Um MK Dons will you know have a fire lit under them because it's been battered off us. Let's just see. Let's just see. But we will be back. Um I think Brett's back with the lads before the game with the match preview. So they'll be able to go in in a bit more detail than we have tonight. And uh, thanks everyone for for joining us, of course. Make sure you check out everything on the website this week because there's plenty coming. And we'll uh, catch you all down the road. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.